Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Works sucks. sucks. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. This is Forget Me Not. Even though I forgot the words to the last song, it was uh, my house, not our house. I guess I have my songs mixed up, but it is what it is. Pick a song, favorite female artist or band, send your request. Applause for text. I will make it happen. Five Andy Vizrato. Got a lot to get to, and we will. Ravens, five and a half point dogs. Christmas night at the 49ers. Here to talk about that and more. Covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in Brian Wacker. Brian, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I was, uh, you know, watching on YouTube the injury to Keaton Mitchell and then the after fact or the after uh, effects of it, watching from the player's response. And when something like that happens to a guy that's beloved on the team like he has undrafted, we know his lineage, his dad, Anthony, a Super Bowl champ with the Ravens. How deflating can that be for his teammates to see that happen on a play in which he was doing some really positive things? Yeah, I mean, I think we saw talking to Lamar after the game, you could see he was visibly, you know, uh, I don't want to say distraught, but certainly it took some of the air out of his night. And to your point, I mean, that was a play that Lamar thought was going to be a touchdown, and it almost was. You know, he gets tripped up uh, by the feed, and, and if that tackle doesn't happen, he might have taken that to the house. Um, and it's a huge loss for this team, no doubt. Um, I think he was starting to find his rhythm in this offense. I think Todd Munkin was starting to find different ways to deploy him and figuring out, you know, what um, what positions and what formations and what packages and so forth uh, where he really could excel in. And he's the kind of dynamic playmaker that they don't really have on this no. team, other than Lamar, of course, um, you know, maybe Zay Flowers, but in a much different way. Um, Keaton is that guy that could, you know, take it to the house. Look, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill have played well at times this year, but they are not Keaton Mitchell in terms of speed. You cannot coach, teach, practice that kind of speed and turn the corner uh, the way that Keaton has been on multiple occasions. It seems like every game, guys, you know, this guy had a big run, um, and that's going to be missed. 
Now, you look at, uh, you know, Mark Andrews' injury, as devastating as that was, and we saw Lamar's reaction when that happened uh, in real time against Cincinnati. But likely, Kohler, your impressions of them last couple of weeks trying to replace an all-pro. Yeah, and, you know, perhaps uh, you look at um, Andrews' injury, obviously going back to week one with J.K. Dobbins. This is a team that maybe is uh, unfortunately accustomed to sort of dealing with these these situations, um, even Lamar, obviously, the last two years. So, uh, look, likely has comported himself very well. Um, you know, you go back to that catch uh, last week where he, he goes up and, and snatches it out of the air and, and basically double coverage, or, or it's bracketed, rather. And, uh, you know, those are the kinds of plays that, um, you know, they sort of had hoped for, been looking for. And, and John Harbaugh even talked about this Monday, you know, his ability to make these plays and actually execute them, that gives him a huge boost in confidence. So I think we'll continue to see likely grow. Um, you know, to me, he's the guy who can has the, the best ability to kind of help fill in uh, for Mark Andrews uh, as much as anybody. What are they going to do um, with the offensive tackle? I mean, Ronnie Stanley's a, he's right now he's on roller skates. You know, and Moses is struggling too. I, I'm guessing that they're going to continue um, flip flopping the tackles. Yeah, that's the plan. Is my understanding is that you'll see them, um, you'll see rotations, you'll see Stanley and Moses kind of get the rest in the game. Um, and you're right. Look, they, there is no question about it. They have struggled. They've both been injured this year uh, at different points, and they've, um, you know, these guys aren't young either. Um, and so you add all that up and going into week 15 against a very, 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 very good 49ers defense that can get after the quarterback um, with a couple of stud pass rushers. And, you know, that's a concern. Um, you know, that said, look, they'll, they'll work um, carry in there, a little Lele in there, um, you know, but I, I think for sure that is an area of concern. And I'm not sure there's really much the Ravens can do about it other than try to, uh, as you mentioned, you know, rotate guys in just to try to keep Stanley and Moses fresh with the hope that that, you know, that alone can sort of help elevate their games. Well, I would think whoever, whichever one that Bosa lines up on their side, they better get doubled. Otherwise, neither one is going to block him. He he is he is their stud guy. Absolutely. And, look, I, I would not be surprised to see – Pat Ricard in there chipping, uh, you know, that's something talking, going back to Keaton Mitchell, that's something a guy like justice Hill does mm-hmm. better than Mitchell, for yes. example, is pick up those pass rushers and chip and so forth. And certainly Gus Edwards, the same thing. So uh, to me, I think you're spot on. They're going to have to find ways to chip double um, all, all those sorts of things to deal with both. Now, the other thing, um, how do we get a little more juice in Clowney and Van Noy? The last two weeks have been like uh, non. I just don't see the explosives from those two that I saw prior to the bye. Yeah, and that that was always the concern, right? Given their age and so forth. And um, look, we've seen teams uh, doing what I just talked about. We've seen teams chipping on Jadavian Clowney a lot uh, at times this year. Yeah. yeah, and so that that's been problematic they've, they've sort of figured out a way to kind of slow him down because earlier in this year you're right I mean he was a wrecking ball uh the Ravens are going to need 
Matabike, obviously, to continue to play well. But they're going to need other guys, uh, Pierce, whoever it may be. Van Noy, to your point, he's going to need to step up. Uh, we see Malik Harrison at times uh, contribute and play well and set that edge well. So they're going to, it's going to have to be a collective effort with this group because um, we have not seen the kinds of pressure. Uh, and, again, it, it'll go back to Mike McDonald, right, it, dialing up these uh, simulated blitzes and, and bringing guys like Kyle Hamilton, who's been an absolute stud for them, uh, really, uh, you know, I think in the conversation for NFL Defensive Player of the Year, we're going to need to see it out of uh, the inside guys in Roquan uh, Smith and, and uh, Patrick Queen. Um, but I think the San Francisco team obviously is going to present a problem. I mean, look, you guys talked about it. It's all, all the superlatives. They all fit this mm-hmm. game. Uh, this is a huge game. This is far and away the best team the Ravens have played this season, and they're humming right now. The thing that concerns me a little bit, because I asked Bob, you know, a l- little bit ago, I said, Bob, who's the best running back that – the Ravens have seen this year. And, and he said Williams, you know, from the Rams, which is a bad thing because he went over 100 yards and McCaffrey's better than him. And they run the ball extremely well on the edges and the and the Ravens have struggled on the edges. Yeah, I, that's a huge concern. There's no, no way around it. Um, this is a San Francisco team that presents all sorts of problems from the running game with Christian McCaffrey and attacking those edges and running right at those edges. Uh, that's the thing that the Ravens have struggled with this season. They've struggled with those passes in that uh, over the middle of the field, that intermediate area of the field. I think that's a concern that, you know, getting to that second level is something San Francisco does really well in the run game. That's been a problem for the Ravens. Uh, so those are, you know, and then you throw in guys like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and, you know, who are you stopping? I, I, I don't know. This is, this is a really, really tough matchup. I think it's a great matchup from a player standpoint, a coaching standpoint, obviously we're talking about the two best records in the NFL, the two best defenses in the NFL, uh, but this San Francisco team presents all sorts of dynamic problems for this Ravens defense. So I'm fascinated to see from both the coaching standpoint and action standpoint how they deal with that. I think there's one big key in this game, you know, and that they got to stop McCaffrey. I mean, they, if they can limit McCaffrey, they're going to win. <clears throat> and I don't know how they're going <clears> to <throat> with whom – out of the backfield because he is extremely dangerous when he catches the ball also. Yeah. I, I, look, uh, who in the NFL can cover Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield? I mean, the, the guy is, is one of the best players in the league. Um, you know, so there's going to be a lot uh, of emphasis on guys like Hamilton, Patrick Queen, Roquan, et cetera. But, you know, that's a big, that's a big, big ask um, going against a guy like, McCaffrey can run the ball, can catch it, obviously, as we know. Um, that is problematic. He's Brian Wacker, Baltimore Sun. Yes or no question, Brian? We're asking everybody this for the rest of the week. Super Bowl preview, San Francisco, uh, Baltimore. Yes talking or no? Talking about this. I heard. I knew you, you were going to make me ask, answer this question. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yes or no? Ravens, 49ers, Super Bowl. Uh, you know, here's here's how I'll frame it. Okay. Uh Anytime you get that much attention and, and saying, you know, and that much uh, focus saying, look, this is a Super Bowl preview and these two teams are going to be a Super Bowl, it doesn't usually work out. And I'll just say that scares me uh, if, I'm, if I'm a Ravens fan is having a host, if you somehow don't get the top seed and you've got a host, say, Buffalo in that division game, I think that's a scary matchup. 
I think the Chiefs, uh, in any capacity, look, I, I think still you've got to give them, you, just because of their pedigree, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and so on, um, you've got to give them maybe, you know, probably an edge, uh, given their postseason history. Um, I worry a little bit about Lamar Jackson's ball security in a big spot. Even last week, there were a couple times where you maybe got nervous as guys got around him. Um, he's going to have to avoid those turnovers that he's had at times this season, which he's done a better job of late, but, but at times still makes ill-advised plays. Uh, that's part of the, the beauty and the curse uh, of his game. Um, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say no, just simply because um, it just seems too good to be true to have those two teams uh, have it all work out and meet in the Super Bowl. And I think the Ravens haven't faced the Dolphins yet. Um, the, obviously the 49ers, uh, and then once you get in that postseason, there are a couple teams, you know, that Miami team, Kansas City, and Buffalo, that, that would concern me a little bit. Well, you explained that one perfectly. Brian Wacker from the Baltimore Sun. <laughs> Brian, appreciate the time as always. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and the family, and we'll catch up with you soon. Happy holidays. Thanks for having yep, me, guys. You got it. Brian Wacker, everybody. We'll come back. It's the whip around what happened in this day in Ravens and Cowboys sports history. We'll let you know what happened locally and nationally in the world of sports on a Tuesday night. Got that coming your way. Vinny's film breakdown of that Ravens offense. It was a win. Wasn't pretty. What went wrong for Baltimore film-wise? We'll break it down coming up around 1130. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. That's signing day, college football. Jeff Ehrman inside MD Sports joining us top of the hour. See what's happening down there in College Park with Mike Loxley, who, by the way, will be joining us tomorrow around 11 o'clock. Not only talk about signing day, but preview the Music City Bowl coming up against Auburn on December the 30th. Maryland men, they win in college hoops last night against Nichols, 73-67, down nine in the second half. 
had to come from behind and get that W and some other cool things going on in the world of sports. We'll try to get to as much as we can. But right now, let's talk about a day that happened 15 years ago. Today's December 20th, correct? My daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Kaylin. Texas Stadium. And Vinny, I don't know if you remember the uh, the hubbub leading into this one. It's for you, Sean. And Rob Long, if you're listening. But uh, it was the last home game at Texas State. Yep. And the Ravens were, and I'm air quoting here, everybody, the hand-picked opponent for Dallas because they're not going to close Texas Stadium with a loss. Oh. So it was a Saturday night game, Nolan, as you recall. Ravens go in there. Well, much to the surprise of a lot of people, the Ravens were a hell of a lot better than people thought they were going to be in 2008. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, John Harbaugh. Because in 2007, disaster season, Brian Billick got fired. Ravens were the the so-called sacrificial lambs for the Cowboys on this night. No. When the game actually was played, Baltimore was the better team. And on this night, where's the Texas Stadium was in Irving, Ar- Texas. Irving. Irving, Texas. The Ravens got medieval on that Dallas defense running that football. Keep in motion. McClain. Here we go Ron McClain. Here we got go a again. First down. Here we go again. Needs a block. And LaRon McClain's going to go in. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. 82 yards. Unbelievable. <laughs> Even had Dion was losing his mind. NFL Network on the call. LaRon McClain, 82-yard touchdown run. Prior to that, Willis McGay, he had a 77 yard touchdown run right through the hole of the Dallas defense. Uh, Matt Stover kicked four field goals. Joe Flacco threw a touchdown pass to Derek Mason. Rookie Joe Flacco. Nolan, what I remember about that game, in addition to the Ravens winning, of course, was Derek Mason literally played with one arm. Mm-hmm. His shoulder was all banged up, and he was catching like one hand. It, you talk about a toughness level on a particular night. In the National Football League, Derek Mason brought his A game. He was a freak. Yeah. That connection Flacco and him had early in Flacco's career mm-hmm. really helped him adjust the NFL. And it's funny because uh, the next year, 2009, same date, but at M&T Bank Stadium, Ravens blow out the Bears 31-7. Flacco throws four touchdown passes on this night. Todd Heap gets two. Demetrius Williams, who we talked about earlier in the season, who I kind of forgot about with all due respect to Demetrius Williams and Derek Mason. Jay Cutler threw three picks. My uh, cousin, Caleb Haney, threw one. Dominique Foxworth had two interceptions for the Ravens as they blow out the Bears 31-7. Three years ago on this night, M&T Bank, Ravens blow out Jacksonville 40-14. Lamar Jackson threw three touchdowns, one to Miles Boykin, one to Des Bryant. One to Mark Andrews, and he also rushed for a t- uh, touchdown. J.K. Dobbins, a rookie at the time, he got himself a TD. So how about that? A little mm-hmm. Ravens fun happening for you here on this uh, December the 20th. Maryland Hoops history, 1975. Cole Fieldhouse, third-rank Terps. Blowout Fordham, 81-56. Steve Shepard, 17 points for Maryland. Brad Davis, John Lucas had 16 each. And Baltimore's own Larry Gibson, Dunbar, 12 points, 14 rebounds. 1980, Cole Fieldhouse in overtime. Number nine, Maryland beats NC State, 82-75 in overtime. Albert King, 29. Buck Williams, 22. Greg Manning 
had 14 points in the win there. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around NBA last night. Memphis beats New Orleans. Santi Aldama, Loyola Greyhound, at eight points, three boards. Story of the night, however, was uh, John Morant came back. Had 34 points, six assists, eight boards, or six rebounds, eight assists, including the game-winning shot at the buzzer. As the Grizzlies stun the Pelicans. What did I say? That he'll be a little rusty, Nolan, yesterday? during You were selling. You were not buying John Morant yesterday. Well, I was uh, wrong. As usual, Wiz uh, coming up tomorrow night at Portland. Wizards are four and twenty-two on the year. College hoops last night, Big Ten, Indiana sixty-nine sixty-eight over Moorhead State. Hoosiers were down at home, fifteen. Jesus came from behind to win the game. Michigan loses a double overtime to Florida, one hundred six one hundred one. Upset the top twenty-five last night. Providence beats Marquette seventy-two fifty-seven locally. James Madison. Beat Coppin. James Madison, by the way, ranked 20 and undefeated on the year. 87-48 over the Coppin Eagles. Uh, Larry Stewart, uh, kind of a slow start to his career there with his alma mater. Caps tonight taking on the Islanders down in D.C. 7.30 puck drop. TNT caps 15-9-4. The Islanders are 15-8-8. So an interesting late December tussle here. Yeah, the Islanders, Islanders are... What, second place? The Islanders are playing pretty good hockey right now. So that's going to be an interesting game for the Caps. And and what everybody comes to see is, is can Ovi score a goal? I think it's been 12 games now since he scored a goal. And he's on pace for what, Norm, did you say? 18? Yeah, under 20. Under, yeah. What? Yes. That's what defensemen do. Yeah. <laughs> Not the grade eight. And, uh, He'll have re- played at least 50 to catch Gretzky. Uh, and real quick, uh, we talked about Maryland beating Nichols last night. UCLA, who Maryland plays on Friday, they lost at home to Cal State. Northridge, 76-72. The Bruins have lost three in a row. They're 5-5 five and five on the season. We'll come back, break down the Ravens' win. Offensive film study. Ravens scored 23 What a dominant offensive performance. They did lose a dynamic performer in Keaton Mitchell. Lamar made some wild plays, which helped get that victory. Vinny talks about the good and the bad film study-wise. Then we got a funhouse trip, and then we got Jeff Berman talking about signing day, Maryland football. How many who committed have signed? How many committed have flipped to others? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Ravens win. It's all that matters, right? 23-7 at Jacksonville Sunday night. National TV. So they survive the Jags who were in desperate need of a win. But Baltimore gets through it. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. But Vinny, let's talk about their Ravens offense. Maybe not as explosive as a lot of us thought they were going to be that night. No, because going into it, I thought that the corners for Jacksonville, wasn't, it was, we're talking about the 31st ranked pass defense in the league. And um, it, it didn't happen that way. And it, it all comes back to one thing, the offensive line. And predominantly was the offensive tackles because the tackles couldn't hold up. They couldn't block. So um, Lamar never had time to throw number one. And this is from the first series, like the first or second play. Whenever they threw that first pass, Ronnie Stanley got walked right back. And you knew it was coming. We talked all week long how, you know, the way that they run. They bull rush. They bull rush. And Ronnie and Moses couldn't hold up with the bull rush. And it hurt them the whole game. And... Bob, I mean, they threw it 20-some times the first half, and Lamar had to play Houdini most of the game in the first half. Second half, they probably went in and said, screw this, the Ravens. We're going to run. They threw it eight times the second half. They protected their tackles, ran the football, you know, and ran for 200 yards. Now, in the run game, the tackles did a better job. The the three inside guys did a pretty nice job, um, especially in the run game. And I, I think that's the thing that Lindenbaum does well is he, com- he helps – and he can combo up to the linebackers, but Ufta in the pass game, tackles really, really, really struggled. Is that a concern for the final three games heading Absolutely. into the postseason? Absolutely. I mean, John Harbaugh talked after the game like it was Archell and you yeah. know, Jonathan Ogden. There. Yeah. But, I mean, Bob, he's been the same for, what, the last four or five? All, you know, in five days, it's not going to be any. I thought maybe the bye would help. He's still on skates going backwards, still backpedaling. So I, I don't think that's going to change. And maybe we're going to see uh, McCarry get more reps and Ronnie get less. And he got his bell rung in that game, too. Stan. Yeah, you, you know why? He's pulling. Bob, he can't bend. And that's the thing that he was so athletic. Now he bends at the waist and leads with his head. That's like the, the dumbest thing in the world. So, yeah, he strug- his game is struggling right now. You know, like we talk about how confident likely is. I think Ronnie has zero confidence just because he doesn't trust his legs and he know he can't anchor and people are going to try to push him. And uh, he probably scared crapless of uh, Bosa, you know, this week. I'm scared for him, to be totally honest. Yeah, so the O-line, the O-line really hurt the structure of the offense. You, you know, and then uh, let's talk about the tight ends. I thought likely really did a nice job. He's getting confident. He's going up strong with his hands, catching balls above his head, contested catches. And he's showing a lot more awareness and stuff, running routes like the touchdown catch, finding the holes in zones and stuff, getting very comfortable. And the same with Kohler. Now, Kohler, doing, he's the tight end coach doing a good job with him because he's he's getting 
more efficient as a blocker? Is he uh knock you off the ball kind of guy? No. You know, but he's coming back. He's coming off flat back, and then he's getting his body in position. But he still gets ragged out some because he doesn't he, he doesn't uh, play with much base and balance. So um, doing, doing a nice job, though. I mean, caught the ball in his hands, did a good job there. The wide receivers, I thought Bateman started uh, the few routes. The passes that he caught, he ran good routes. He ran good routes. Um the other guys I was a little disappointed in because I I was disappointed that they didn't get open more. Did Jacksonville, given their you know lowly status. Yeah, their corners played better. Did, I was like, yeah. come on, this is not the same group. And they they did make some changes though going into the <coughs> into the game. But um wasn't uh, a performance, you know, for the guys. And I'm sure when they get to the second half, they know I ain't all of them, you know, I ain't getting any balls, you know, block, 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 block. So I, I, it wasn't, they need to rise to the occasion this week. Last week, give them a pass. Um, now the running backs, Gus, Gus doesn't seem like he's a real confident, sure runner right now. He's running into people and um, what do you have, 16 carries? He didn't have a great uh, yards per carry. I know that. Yeah, well, season-long issue for him. Yeah. He's five across the board for his career. He's 16 for 58. Yeah, so he he just not hitting the hole. Whereas, you know, I mean, Keaton Mitchell was spectacular. I I just think every time that – even if he gains a yard, he kind of makes it exciting. Um, He was – just his explosive plays were great. And that's what sucks. They don't have a guy, you know, I mean, Harvest can talk all he wants about Melvin Gordon, but he just he's just building him up is what he's doing to his teammates and stuff, trying to make it like, you know, Keaton Mitchell, you know. But I agree with um, Brian Wacker. Brian, yeah, because Munkin was doing a You know, I mean, they had two backs in the backfield and Keaton was lined up wide outside, you know, so they were using him. They, I, I agree with Wacker that Todd w- Munkin – kind of had packages for him and ways to get him the football. And as we also talked about with Brian from uh, Baltimore Sun, it looked like he might have been going to the house, but he got tripped and then and we saw, I mean, it was pretty gruesome to look. I mean, the yeah. knee bent away, knees don't bend, unfortunately, but he keeps his feet. That's a touchdown. And then there was one other, Bob, where uh, Josh Allen came down. He, he Lamar handed it to him inside. And Josh Allen came from the backside and, and lunged and got him. Otherwise, I think he could have hit his head on the goalpost on that one too. I mean, they don't. Have, that's the problem right now, Bob. Is they just don't. They don't have that in their repertoire. It sucks. Yeah, his injury sucks. To, yeah. for lack of a better word. So um, back wide and Justice Hill when he came in, he had a couple nice runs, explosive runs, and he is their best pass blocker. So, um. It does suck. It does suck. They're, they're going to have – Gus Bus has got to be better. Gus Bus has got to be – he's got to get back to, you know, five yards of carry, Gus Bus. Because, I mean, Lamar and Keaton Mitchell were the reason that they got 200 yards. I mean, between the two, what, they almost had 170. They had 170 right on the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's two dudes. Now, the other two dudes that are playing, they got to pick it up. 
Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. So the Ravens did enough <coughs> offensively to get that win against Jacksonville. Their 11th of the season clinched a playoff berth with that W. Also, their sixth road win against only one loss. Later in the show, we'll talk about their job defensively as Jacksonville was Oprah in the red zone where they kind of hosed themselves on one of those instances. We'll get to that. Got news from the net. Jeff Berman inside MD Sports. Talk about signing day. What's happening with Mike Loxley's signing day. First signing day class of 2023. Who's staying? Who flipped? Who did he flip? All that more coming your way. Woman crush. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wednesday. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. 1087-The Fan News from the Nest here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Didn't really get into uh, Lamar much, Vinny, during film study, because, you know, quite frankly, we talk about him a lot. Uh, the course of the show, but John Harbaugh was certainly talking about him a couple of days ago when he met with the media, and here's John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about Lamar Jackson and that unparalleled ability to extend plays. That's that's a really that's an X factor, you know. And when you're on defense, it's a problem. We face a challenge with, with quarterbacks getting out and running this year too, as we saw in this last game too. It's something that we're working on trying to corral. A lot of the run yards that we've given up have been that this year. Uh, Lamar is probably, uh, he's the best in the business at it. And, uh, yeah, that's a big part of who we are. Do you think, now that Mitchell's gone, that he might be more inclined uh, to run a little bit? Because on the pick, I thought he could have ran for the first down, but he tried to throw across his body, and we all saw how That was the, he, number one, could have ran. Number two, he could have just handed it to Likely, and Likely would have turned up. Uh, you know, and I'm sure Todd Mungin says, "Well, what's he doing? Yeah. Why? You know, I don't, I don't know what he saw on that one, but that was that was the the one really bad play that he made in the game. But will he run more aggressively? Well, I he, guess last two Bob December football to him, I think you know." Ain't more, more diving. It's it's all about. I don't road, think Jack. he's gonna be Monday night. I don't think he's diving. He's going. You know. I mean, if he can get an extra yard, he's getting an extra yard. He's kind of bringing the Josh Allen out. But you know, we talk about 2019, the magical MVP year. I mean, do you notice a guy that has slowed down at all, or is just more reluctant to? Because it seemed he was. I don't know. I mean, I can't remember what I did four days ago, but four years ago. If he saw a crease or a seam, he was gone. So, and there was no second guessing; he was gone. Yeah, he, he's much more patient now and looking to pass more and stuff, Bob. But the biggest difference I see in 2019, Bob, when he had the ball in his hand, that was Keaton Mitchell. Now he doesn't; he ain't out running a lot of dudes. You know, I mean, he's still fast. Sure, he's much quicker in the pocket and stuff than he is fast because I mean. In 19, it was like, woo! You know, he was like Gail Sayers in the open field. 
But now, I mean, people running him down and getting angles on him and stuff. He ain't out running angles. And Mitchell was out running angles. Here's John Harbaugh staying with Lamar Jackson. Uh, when the offense things get a little sketchy there, Lamar's ability to improvise and adapt when things are going south. You like for everything to be, you know, just how you draw it up for sure. Um, but defenses really don't cooperate all the time with you on that, you know, and especially good defenses. But uh, there were plenty of plays that were on time in rhythm that were great. There were times when he was getting pushed in the pocket. Maybe I remember the one back and backing up and hit Odell over the middle. You know, that was that was an extended, but it was, you know, it was drawn out a little bit. And that was a great play by both those guys. Other times he just he just got away, you know, and and. and Frustrated the defense, you know, and that's that's good too. You know, you, I don't think you need to be a purist all the time. You know, you need to recognize there's a lot of ways to move the ball and make plays, which we try to do. But we've been really good at the times, many times with the with that part of the passing game, and other times it's extended and things like that. So it's all part of it. I'll bet you most of the sacks that we see Bob are from the tackles, the the tackle more so the left tackle than than the right tackle, and more so Ronnie when Ronnie's playing um, because um, Lamar's got to be on guard. And that's because he's protecting your backside, you know, because I can't see all the time where that, but Lamar feels it. He feels it. And rightfully so, you know, and Harbs just being, Harbs is not going to criticize his tackles because he needs them, but his tackles, Lamar's probably saying, Jesus, Cromney again. Lamar right now completing 66.3% of his passes, thrown for over 3,100 yards, quarterback rating 96.5, leads the team in rushing 741 yards. We had uh, Jason in East Baltimore call in. Very good chance he gets over 1,000 again runnings, rushed for five touchdowns. So John Harbaugh, given what he's accomplished so far and still may accomplish over the next three days, is Lamar a guy that should be in the MVP conversation? Yeah, going back to my other answer, it's like, I don't really care. You know okay. what I mean? I could care less about any of that. Right, you know, and, and the beautiful thing is Lamar couldn't care less either. <laughs> you know, what we care about is, is is the game on Sunday. That's one thing is for sure. We're going to try to be 1-0 this week. I mean, this is the most important week of the season. But the thing about it is, Bob, I mean, I agree with Harbs, but if he is a candidate for MVP and if he's playing to that level, they're winning a lot. You know, it all no, goes sure. hand in hand. I'll say this, Bob. If Lamar had Trent Williams as his left tackle, he'd be running away with MVP because his completion percentage would be much higher, too. Wow, Ronnie Stanley taking some heat from Vinny Serrato today. Oh, Trent, Trent Williams oh, he's, is a beast. He's a, Harbs himself said he's a Hall of Fame yeah. guy. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057 of the fan news from the Nash Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson. Those leadership skills have never been in question, but he's ha- as he had, has he gotten any better? John Harbaugh. Yeah, it's kind of a comparison question that you've been asking over the years that I've never been answering. You know, okay. just uh, because now. when you answer that question that way, it, it basically says it wasn't up to snuff, or the, or the other person isn't <laughs> isn't is less than the person you're comparing to. Same same question you just asked me, and that's why I stay away from that stuff all the time. Because in the case of Lamar, it wouldn't be fair. Lamar's been a great leader in his own way all the way through, and I think we all, you know, we grow, we evolve, we, circumstances change, we find ourselves in a different place. And I've always admired Lamar. We're all dealing, and we're going through things, and we're, and we're doing our best. I think Lamar's different leader now than he was. Uh, because back in 19 and stuff, Bob, he, he seemed more like the rah-rah guy patting everybody on the back butt, and, you know, because he didn't have anything else to do other than run. Yeah, now he's responsible fun. for a lot more things. It's his offense, 
So he's taking control of that. He's on, he's controlling everybody now where before, you know, Giro just tell him, hey, me, you know, and just go run, do your thing. Now he's in charge of 10 other guys. But to John Harbaugh's point, which we get, of course, that by saying he's a better leader now than he was then was implying that he wasn't that right. great before. I think he's just different just because he has more responsibility now and, and he's asked to do more things now. And finally, news from the Nest. You got a lot of players given injuries who are working their way into the equation or you're trying to get it done, John Harbaugh. What about some of these ways to use new guys here? Yes, that that is really something that is really kind of what it's all about. Uh-huh. You know, it's a big part of it. When we're, we're player-centric. We build schemes for players. You know, we, we, we think we should be good enough to understand all the options out there schematically and how to coach all your make our choices accordingly based on the players. So when you find another thing for a player to do that he can do well, man, that's like gold. That's a gold nugget. And we try to do that for all our guys. And they just lost the gold nugget because Keaton Mitchell was a guy that they were, you know, I mean, they were becoming mad scientists. He, you know, the more comfortable Keaton got, the more things he was doing. You know, I mean, they were getting involved in the pass game more and stuff. So now, you know, they don't need to be that mad professor anymore. You kind of got to, but, well, we got to go back to the old stuff. It stinks again. We can't stress it enough. The loss of Keaton Mitchell. Everybody knows it out there, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, a big blow to the Ravens offense, but you got to improvise and adapt, and we'll see how they do that starting Monday night, Christmas night against San Francisco. When we come back, Mike Loxley, he likes to improvise and adapt on signing days. He done any of that? Jeff Ehrman, Inside MD Sports, joins us next. We got buy or sell coming up at 1215. Where's the midweek money? And Jerry Paul. CBSSports.com will preview the bowl games, which have already started. But, you know, the opt-outs, are they're commonplace now. Does it affect the, the glamour of, say, Georgia and Florida State? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 